And joining us now to talk about all of this is the online opinion editor of The Washington Times. She is also the author of a really great best-selling book. It's called Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. And joining us now is the author of that, Cheryl Chumley. Cheryl, great to have you here on the show. Rita, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be with you. What's your reaction to Kamala Harris, Cheryl? I couldn't wait to get you on this topic because you have written about this. You and I have talked about this. But what do you think? It's it's just stunning. It's the last thing I'm thinking about is, you know, racial equity. I'm just thinking get aid to everybody who needs it. Yeah, and this is just after we heard the Democrats a few days earlier blame the hurricane on climate change. So they're really shameless when it comes to politicizing human tragedy. And what's interesting to me is that, like you, I wondered, was Kamala Harris maybe just misstating? Is she going to walk back these comments? Well, no, she isn't. And here's two reasons why. She doesn't have to because PolitiFact just came out and said, Kamala Harris didn't say Hurricane Ian relief would be based on skin color. They rated that as false. And the way they did that is they kind of sidestepped the issue. She was basically clear in her messaging that it would be uh, given out based on skin color, based on ethnic background. But because she didn't explicitly state that, PolitiFact rates that false. So the water carriers in the media are already picking up and covering for, for the White House. And the second reason this isn't an accident, if you go back in time, Joe Biden on day one in office signed an executive order advancing racial equity and support for underserved communities through the federal government. And in that executive order, it laid out plans for his administration to do just this. That is stunning. So describe what that executive order says, because you're right. I didn't think... She misspoke. Uh, I mean, I don't agree with what she said, nor obviously do you. um, But it sounds like there was already a plan in place. Talk about that executive order, Cheryl. That's amazing. Yes. And, you know, people can look it up. Executive Order 13985, signed by Biden day one in office. And it was basically his announcement that his administration was going to spend his four years in office going after systemic racism in America, in America's systems. And so they address everything. They put in this executive order that they want to take a whole of government approach for furthering an equity agenda, which is another way of saying an anti-American agenda. That is scary because, listen, if there are racial issues, obviously everybody wants to see fairness, but they seem to inject race in every area. Um, And I know it's one of the things you talk about in your great book. Again, it's called Lockdown Everybody, the Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. Why do you think everything has to come back to race, especially when it comes to Kamala Harris and it seems like a lot of people uh, that are close to her especially? Because it's the divide and conquer way of the Democrats, right? They, they don't have the principles to win the hearts and minds and spirits 
of American voters. So what they do is they divide America and then set those various divisions against each other to war against each other. And that creates a a scenario where then they, the Democrat Party, can swoop in and pretend to be the big savior uh, and equalizer of humanity. And so this is how Democrats win. It's basically a socialist type of agenda where they can promise one group this and promise another group that and blame this group for all the ails and ills of all the other groups. And it it constantly creates this situation in in America where uh, Americans are ticked off against Americans that they shouldn't be ticked off against. It should be, as Ronald Reagan said, the government is the problem, not the solution. And meanwhile, the Democrats have cleverly put in place an agenda that has so hyped Americans against each other that too many in America now are looking at government to be the solution. Although, you know, don't you think, and everybody, we are talking to the great online opinion editor of The Washington Times, Cheryl Chumley, also has a great best-selling book called Lockdown, Everybody. Um, Don't you think it's going to backfire, though, Cheryl? Because as soon as I heard her say that, and you reminded us also of the comment about climate change that, you know, Biden and others were making, too, my eyes just roll back because all I could think about was, here we go again. Don't you think at some point, you know, people are thinking, okay, Parents are called domestic terrorists at schools. Uh, Police are racist. Um, You know, everything is like it's just it's it's this woke policy. Don't you think that that's going to hurt them in November, that people are just going to say enough? Fifty percent of the time I do when I'm optimistic and then 50 percent of the time I watch news and I pay attention to what's going on, say, in the public school system with the youth increasingly embracing socialism and with the Democrats opening borders and letting in more and more people who believe in the concept of socialism. And that 50 percent of the time, I wonder what is happening to America. And have we turned the corner where America the great, America the exceptional can be saved? And look, the problem is selling something like equity versus equality is very tempting for the low information voter, for the people who don't want to work hard and be accountable for their actions. Equality means we all have the right for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, right? But it also puts the ball in our court. We're accountable for whether we pursue those provisions of equality, whether we pursue life and liberty and success and so forth. Equity means the government controls the disbursement of resources and services to create this sort of uh, happy feeling for everybody in America to create this sort of equality that isn't really equal in the end at all. But it sounds so good, and that's how it sells to so many voters in America. So I would love to be able to say, Rita, yes, I think there's going to be a backlash. But I think at this point in America, we're at this tipping point. We really need to fight hard to make sure socialists are shut down and the great concepts of American exceptionalism rise to the top. Well, uh, speaking of someone who's been uh, pushing the other end is um, Stacey Abrams. And I want to get your take on this because this just came out a little bit ago. Um, Cheryl, I want to play a comment um, from Mercedes Schlapp responding. But what happened was Stacey Abrams lost her lawsuit. This is one that she had against Brian Kemp, basically threatening the voter rolls and also the voting booths, the location of voting booths. She was claiming they were racist, that it was 
unfair to, you know, uh, different ethnic groups, and particularly it was a racist move. Turned out it's an Obama judge who shot it down, who basically said, no, there's no evidence that there was any, like, you know, racial discrimination, which is pretty interesting. Um, here is Mercedes Schlapp responding, and then I'll get you to respond. Here's Mercedes. I think it shows that uh, for the most part, a lot of these woke corporations and, and several of these, uh, like the Major League Baseball, they they hung, you know, they hung tight to that emotion, right? The idea that the Democrats were right on this issue, that there was issues with voter fraud. But now we're seeing the truth come out. There's no direct evidence, as the judge has mentioned. And I think for Stacey Abrams, who is the original election denier, is really, I think, getting the, the pushback uh, from the judge by saying there's no case here. So, Cheryl, uh, do you think we'll hear any comment from Stacey Abrams or do you think she'll just kind of forge ahead? Watch. She's just going to forge ahead because it works for the Democrats. The race card almost always works for the Democrats. If it doesn't work in terms of getting the, the ballots that they need to win elections, it works in terms of getting out the fundraisers and so forth that keeps their party going. So I predict that she's going to go forward same as usual. Wow. Which uh, it means a lot more of that rhetoric, especially as we're heading to November. I think we're going to hear more of it, don't you, Cheryl? I mean, it's intensifying. Yeah. When when have you known Democrats to ever stand down and apologize? When? And and remember, she still says uh, she won the first race. Yes. But, right, you know, I mean, oh, my goodness. Cheryl Chumley, it's really great to have you here on the show. And everybody, make sure you check out her awesome book, Lockdown, The Socialist Plan to Take Away Your Freedom. Cheryl, you got to come back on again soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Rita. God bless. God bless you, too, my friend. Thanks so much. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.